You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everybody. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders and this week I am your chunk. I'm Doge and there are things you can't fight. Acts of God. You see a hunk of cane coming. You have to get out of the way. But when you're in a Jaeger, suddenly you can fight the hunk of cane. You can win. Dude, that is so good. (laughs) Sorry. The only thing missing from it, it was a very good, very good Charlie Hunnam impression. The only thing missing from it is you have to constantly be fighting your real accent. I know. Every (laughs) word. I I have watched every episode. On the verge of a British accent. I have watched every episode of Sons of Anarchy. I loved that show until the very end when I didn't love it. It's a great show. But the whole time, Jax Taylor's whole thing, he's just like, yeah, absolutely. I'm from California. And that's where I live and ride motorcycle. That's where I ride my, my motorcycle in it. Hey, you know who doesn't fight their accent? I'm Carter, and haven't you heard, Mr. Beckett? The world is coming to an end. So where would you rather chunk? Here or in a Jaeger? That was a good Idris Elba. That was a very good Idris Elba. Um, This is just an impression podcast now. All we're doing doing is voices. We're doing it. (laughs) I honestly don't remember if Doge said hunk, but I know that he did. He said hunk a cane, bro. The best phrase I've ever heard. Before... Before we talk about that, though, I'm gonna I'm not gonna go a single second further without saying how terrible Idris Elba's haircut is. <laughs> it's so oh, great. That hard line around his head is just Yo, it's, so it's that, awful. It's that '80s vibe. It's so yeah. bad. All right, Doge, why are you the hunk? Because <laughs> I'm moving on to bigger and better things. <laughs> I'm so I've excited. Got, I'm taking my microphone talents elsewhere. You know, I'm I've been waiting for this day for a long time. So have we. Jeez. Yeah, I got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a text from a friend yesterday. It was like, Ooh. hey man, I'm, uh, he's an animator. He's like, I'm working on a, a spec uh, ad for a client. I would love it if you could just shoot me a voiceover really quick. Um, just one line read that I need to, to use in this ad. It's pro bono because it's just a spec, but uh, you know what they say. I mean, even Brad Pitt's first acting this job is was exciting. pro bono. So, yeah, yeah. You know, this it, it's only up from here. I Will you give us that line? More. I've been practicing it. You, I practiced you, it a lot on my way home from work yesterday. Chunky's Doge almost gave us this line before the episode started, but I said no. I wanted this to happen organically. I wanted to hear this. I wanted to be transported to this pro bono advertisement. In the far future, when there's an AMC special about my life and my work, it's like AM, AMC voiceover actor's corner kind of thing, you know? Yeah. This, this line will be remembered as, as the moment I made my debut onto the international VO scene. Here's the line. Hey, Alexa, play some party music. <laughs> so what do you guys think? I mean, any, any notes? Any? I mean, it, was, I, it was perfect, yeah? I just, That's here's so the thing. Here's the thing. I, just, so I don't believe you, you know? Like, I don't believe that you want Alexa to play that party yeah. music. Can you hit it again with, can you yeah. just, can you try and find the place where that's true in Doge? Yeah. Can you try and find the place where Doge wants Alexa to play that party music? Tap into something, man. I just need a little more from you, you know? Hey, Alexa. Play some party music. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah. Yes. He's okay. going to love that. Okay. That had the energy Perfect. of… <laughs> of yeah. Is it Justice League when the Flash 
pops through that portal <laughs> and is like, everything's going to be terrible or whatever he says. <laughs> you said, okay, Doge, you told us that you were practicing this, practicing this on the way home the other practicing? day. Practicing? Yes, I was. He <laughs> <laughs> was practicing. How many, how many times did you say this to yourself? Probably t- between 10 and 50. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Just That's different, amazing. Re- different reads, different inflections. I, and I wouldn't expect you guys to understand, but like nope. on yeah. the, in this community, we really try to hone our line reads and make sure we're saying the exact right inflection to bring out. Because, you know, I'm asking Alexa to play party music. Right. But what am I really doing? There's a need. You know what I mean? I, There's I a feel void. Like you're telling and it has to be filled. Alexa to play some party music. Hey, Alexa. <laughs> Play some party music. Play Oi. some party music. Do it as uh, Oi, Alexa. Do it as Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> Specifically as Raleigh, Raleigh, Beckett. Beckett. Raleigh Beckett. By the way, almost super pumped the names of these characters in this She's series. So good the names are. Hey, Alexa. Play some party music. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So, <laughs> so yeah, this will be my last episode. I'm getting an agent. Next, like as soon as we get off this call, I'm gonna start booking gigs all over. You're gonna hear me asking Alexa to do all kinds of things. This is like in college when we told everybody that our friend Gabe was dropping out to be a professional disc golfer. (laughs) (laughs) There's gonna be so many rumors. People are gonna be like, is Doge leaving? (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that. That was funny. I think I believed it for a second. So did a lot of people, weirdly. (laughs) Um, we are we should talk about, you know. A movie. Yeah. Why you still got me here? I mean, we just, we barely have time. It's it's time to talk about, look, this is the fourth installment of our Zilla Rilla series. It is taking uh, a bit of a left turn. It is neither Zilla nor Rilla. Here's why. Let me explain. There's only four Zilla Rilla movies in this continuity, and we have an empty week before the new one comes out and becomes watchable. So that leaves us here with an empty, spacious week. And we kicked around a couple ideas of what we could fill this time with. Some some silly ones, some some intentionally bad ones. But here's where we landed. A movie that I had never seen and that Doge and Carter insisted I would love that fits perfectly into the big boom category. Therefore, Beethoven. Today, we are thrilled to review Airbud. <laughs> No, we are going to be reviewing the movie known only and simply as Pacific Rim. I did accidentally say Specific Rim earlier, and I still like that. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, Doge, to talk about a movie as complex and deep as The Big Punches. Yeah, let us know. I do need a synopsis from you, please. This is the first movie that we've reviewed by... Uh, someone who's a piece of two chunks royalty immortalized forever in the name of, I think our second ever, or maybe our first ever mini Monday. I told in that episode, I told the story of the time I was at a party and somebody found out that I liked movies and had a movie podcast. Uh Shape of water had just one best picture. And the dude goes, did you see shape of water? And I was like, yeah, it was great. He was like, with the fish guy. And I was like, yeah, the only shape of water. It was great. And he was like, man, I love Diego del Gorbo. Diego Del Gorbo. This one is a Diego Del Gorbo joint. Diego Del Gorbo joint. (laughs) And this synopsis appears to have written, appears to have been written by Del Gorbo himself. Diego Del Gorbo. Obi Wan. (laughs) That's that's the guy. That's that guy's name. That's Diego Del Gorbo. Yeah. 
This week's IMDb synopsis is written by Del Toro. When monstrous creatures known as kaiju started rising from the sea, a war began that would take millions of lives and consume humanity's resources for years on end. To combat the giant kaiju, a special type of weapon was devised. Massive robots called Jaegers, which are controlled simultaneously by two pilots whose minds are locked in a neural bridge. But even the Jaegers are proving nearly defenseless in the face of the relentless kaiju. On the verge of defeat, the forces defending mankind have no choice but to turn to two unlikely heroes, a washed-up former pilot and an untested trainee who are teamed to drive a legendary but seemingly obsolete Jaeger from the past. Together, they stand as mankind's last hope against the mounting apocalypse. Mmm. Very good. Powerful. We're trying to cancel. I would expect no less from Del Gorbo. Way to go, Del Gorbo. Gorbo. Way to Gorbo, Del Gorbo. Nice. (laughs) I'm 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 hesitant to jump into talking about this movie because I want to wait to hear. I'm on I'm on pins and needles. I'm not I'm... asking for a scientific cinema scale ranking, but sure, there is this thing that happens on our podcast where yeah, uh, at least one party is clearly excited when the other hasn't seen it, and it's nerve wracking. Yeah, so we 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 slacked a little bit the night that I watched it, and I said I was going to hang on to my final verdict until we were on the show, so you guys hear live what I think. Yep. Here's the deal. I think if I had watched this for the first time in 2013, I would love it. But the thing, I'm just kidding. This movie owns completely. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. From, from <laughs> top so to only, bottom. I was preparing my heart. <laughs> Even watching Doge, like I've totally seen Doge's like, okay, I need to be really thoughtful here. <laughs> I was I was putting my dukes up. I was like, I've got to defend my movie, but I gotta also honor this other opinion. <laughs> no, dude, this movie's amazing. It's okay, so campy and oh dumb. my gosh, this is the stupidest movie I've ever it seen. Is but there amazing. is something. There is a something about an awareness of your own campiness. Correct. Yes, that is the moment it makes it such a good movie. Yes, um, you know, Del Toro, the real one. The real Del Gorbo. Guillermo, we say the other one so much, I'm not going to say this one right. Guillermo del Toro yep. is such a fun uh, and such a uh, multifaceted writer. Yeah. There's, yeah. He, almost anything, if not everything that he has done, he is also the screenwriter yep. uh, with a partner. But it's it's unreal to me how much this man has leaned into just really stuff he is very passionate about. Not even a story uh-huh. he stumbled upon, but just being like, I, I know that there was a little Del Toro dreaming this up at like Exactly. Eight. Playing with and a Godzilla and yes. <laughs> like a robot. Yeah. This movie feels like every um, Japanese anime that I watched I as a child say, made So there real. is an anime of it. It came out this year. There's right. a, an ongoing anime series. Right. But yeah, I was cool. thinking that last night too while I was watching it. It is just so, like, it reminds me of Gundam. It reminds me of yes. Voltron. It reminds me of uh, just anything with a big robot with a person inside, essentially. Completely. Yeah. Um, it, 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 But made real uh, in a really, really fun way. My super pump was almost the, um, the neural bridge the fact that you yeah. have to have two pilots per Jaeger was almost my super pump because that is so. Um, I love a plot point that handcuffs people. You know, like yeah, 
it complicates everything that you have to find somebody you're compatible with. You can't just find the best fighter or the best pilot. It has to be two that work yeah. together. Um, yeah. And that is so fun. Yeah. My, my, my super pump is, uh, that is a part of it. Okay. But it's funny, and it doesn't feel super contradictory to say that a movie is super campy and, and like at its core, just wonderfully dumb. To also super pump this the world building, one hundred percent. I super pump this world building. Like it is, we know quick that we are not trying to say this is anything that would be close to like what our modern day world is. Even yeah. though our setting is Earth, yeah, this is something completely different. Even yeah. though our setting it's, is twenty twenty, I right. know, right? <laughs> and it is something too. Uh, it did harken back to me of like just really good sci fi. That like things like Blade Runner, even though there's a lot more uh, yeah. threads, there's a lot more uh, open-ended narratives in Blade Runner. But it's something that's just kind of like, if you can convince me to any extent that something makes sense, <laughs> right? right? I, it's mean, like yeah. I get it. You need sure. two people to 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 Fine. drive this giant robot. I totally get that. Oh, they come from the core of the Earth. That Fine. makes that makes sense. Sure, that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, and and just for it to be in this filter of this world building, it is it is very much Del Toro. It does feel very much yes. uh, Pan's Labyrinth, very much Hellboy, obviously, very much yeah. uh, um, Shape of Water. But isn't like, it wild to, to watch it, this and think two movies later he wins Best Picture? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's <laughs> phenomenal. Crazy? It's phenomenal. But I love the filter of just the '80s action '80s movies, yeah. 1980s movies. Yes. You know, when we're every good action movie in the 80s uh, feels like there was this recipe of uh, heroes from different countries. Yes. Uh, that each have their own theme music. Um, and <laughs> and just, some of them have to be Russian. They have like always, Russian or German. Yeah, yeah it's the Cold War. Like you have to have yep. some Russians. But yeah, I think the world building of when we get into that bunker, and I, I know I'm jumping too far ahead, but I'm too excited, of the only the only Jaegers that are left, and we're kind of introducing those, there's something about that Russian, like, ha, ha, see, ha. Yeah. And they're like introducing that massive, like, The just, old, like, Gen 1. Yep. Yeah, the old yeah. Gen 1 Russian looks like ship. a Chernobyl, like, reactor yeah. on top. And it looks I like, actually thought it looked like an old scuba suit. Like a very old yes. scuba yeah. suit. And it's, it's piloted by two characters that look like they're just always trying to kill Arnold Schwarzenegger or chase yes. him. <laughs> or it literally like, looks like it's Ivan Drago and also Ivan Drago. Yes. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Like but yeah, world building, Lundgren super twice. pump. This was, do, Jordan, I hope there's a way that we can have a theater experience of this movie with you. I know. Um, because that, yes. was, that was special. If, y'all don't, if, if you may have forgotten, but when I watched this, the only seats left were in the front row. Um, so you're just of an IMAX also theater. in the Jaeger. Yeah. So, but if if there if there was ever a time to be in the front row of an IMAX For theater, it was real. It was right here, and it was a it was a blast. But yeah, my, that's my super, super pump. my super pump is also the world building, particularly yeah. the the speed. Like the general rule of thumb is that usually you can eliminate prologues because the prologue just sh- serves to visually illustrate things that we're going to reference in the dialogue, and so right. we typically don't need those. In this movie, we have a double prologue. We have yep. the prologue of the first time the kaiju attack uh, in 2013. And then we have like a couple of years into the great kaiju war. And then we get our fully animated title sequence. And then we get the beginning of our actual story. We've got the double prologue and it is a mess structurally. Like I would, I would 
never do that. I would I would honestly criticize that in a lot of other movies. But the speed that we're able to do this world building, by the time we're 20 minutes in, there's a whole different language that these people are speaking. They're yep. talking about drift compatibility and Jaegers fighting kaijus. And it's like, I'm already there. Yeah. Half an hour ago, this would have been complete gibberish to me. Yeah. But the speed that we're able to do it, Carter, it reminds me of, of something you said in our Monsters, Inc. review, weirdly enough. Where like by the end of it, the end of that movie, I think it was your super pump, when we're having the big fight with all the doors in the door yeah. warehouse, that's the wildest thing in the whole world. What is happening there? But the movie's done such a good job of setting me up to that point that this I can completely sense. follow and it completely makes sense. Yeah. I think Pacific Here's Rim is thing. a masterclass in fast world building. I could yeah. watch a movie called Two Hours of Giant Monsters Emerging from the Ocean. Yes. And be fine with it. So this, this so. opening sequence is perfect for me because it's monsters emerging from the ocean set to the backdrop of explaining to me what it's happening. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I, am, I am just at attention the entire time. Completely. Uh, I think this is really well done. Uh, I, I love the world building in general. The stuff we get in, uh, is it? Tokyo or Hong Kong? It's Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, with the bones of a kaiju and they've built this little city, part of the city up around the bones. Yeah. yeah. And that there are now these like black market kaiju organ dealers and all this. Yeah. Like it's just so wild. And yeah. if it was handled with any um, self-seriousness whatsoever. Yeah. I think it would completely fall flat. But the fact that everything is just this like, oh, we know. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, we know. There, yeah, yeah that's, that's what feels so 80s about it is because there's yeah. so many things that you're doing. It's like, hey, by the way, uh, this guy's name is Hannibal Chow. Uh, he's going to have everything. He's going to have lost an eye. Yeah. Um, he's going to have some gold teeth. Oh, he's going to have these incredible shoes that make you no <laughs> sense. Here's the thing. The best name… I'm including Jaegers. I'm including Kaiju. The best name in the whole movie, hands down, maybe in any movie ever, is Stacker Pentecost. 100. Stacker Pentecost. Her, there has gracious. never been a better fictional name than it's, Stacker it's Pentecost. It's honestly the same tone and world style as Far Cry Blood Dragon. Yep. Like over the top, yep. very 80s vibe. Completely. Yeah. Stacker Pentecost. Was, That's yeah, so Sta powerful. Stacker was very almost my super pump. Idris Elba, Oof. Uh, it, he it needed to be him. What I can't can he not do. I can't imagine someone else right here. He, you know, when he came out in the suit to to pilot the Jaeger <laughs> at the end. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh god! Here's it the thing: amazing. I, he walks out in that suit, and I looked at Callie, and I threw out three guesses of the things I was expecting him to say, and he didn't say any of them, and it made me so happy. Yeah, you know, what were you expecting uh, something along the lines of like a. Uh, it's because they were like, who's going to pilot the thing? I was expecting him to yeah. be like, looks like it's got to be me. Or like, what? Expecting someone else. You know, like that kind of yeah. thing. And then all he says is, it didn't used to be this tight. And I was like, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, and his, yeah. I think Idris Elba would have been my super pump if it wasn't for my actual super pump, which I am pretty shocked by. Um, I, I, dropped, I dropped a little nugget in Slack the night I watched this. Um, that I'd like to talk about right now. Yeah. I've thought about it a lot since then, and I stand by it. Uh, I can my, see it. My super pump is Charlie Hunnam. Here's the thing. Oh, oh, I, I love this nugget, by the way. Thank you. Here's the thing. I, uh, like I said, I've watched Sons of Anarchy. Uh, I liked Green Street Hooligans. I didn't love it, but I liked it. I, I have enough excess You love. loved his King Arthur movie. 
I didn't see it. I've heard you say that's your favorite movie of all time. I've literally never There's seen it. There's a poster for it on the wall behind you. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that one. Oh, you mean that one? That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did love that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he, I have enough excess love in my heart for Charlie Hunnam to give him the benefit of the doubt sometimes. I didn't have to hear. He's so perfectly cast as just generic action dude and yet also weirdly like convincing. And here's why. I've realized it. I think Charlie You've seen Hunnam, it before. We've seen it before. I think Charlie Hunnam is on a crash collision course with a Keanu Reeves career. Yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah, dude. He's just this sort of, not generic, but just sort of like pretty action almost surfer like because his all of his English that he or like Americanized English is straight yeah. up from SoCal because of yep. uh, Sense of Anarchy but he just has this thing where I feel like if he could start getting cast in these Reeves-esque Wiccan roles that just lean fully into everything Charlie Hunnam is I've never heard anything problematic about him I hope he doesn't have anything because he seems like he could really really in his midlife area, become like a staple, like Keanu yeah. is. I think since you talked about this, I had three criteria for this Hit in me. my head. Yeah, and I was able to vocalize them now that he needed to be able to do. And I got—I think I got checks for all of them. But okay. we, can, we can try and agree on this. Um, he needs to be able to fight well. Yep, he does. He, he can pull off a fight scene really well. Yep. Yeah. When he's beaten he pulls up off on getting homeboy, hit really well. He pulls off getting hit really well. Um, he needs to be a believable love interest, uh, despite how for stoic sure. he is. For sure. Totally get it. I Yeah, you can fall in love with him. He can show love, affection. And then just a good screamer when it counts. Like a yeah. good yeller. Yeah. And he does that throughout the movie. But yeah, he's <clears throat> he's he's doing it. He's I've also it never seen anybody rock as far left and right when they take steps as Charlie Hunnam. When he walks, yeah. it looks like he's going to tip over like he's a weeble. His steps take him almost 180 degrees every single yeah. time he takes one. Yeah. Pretty wild. All of this Charlie Hunnam praise. He's my super pump. Did I say that? You did. You did. Okay, just making sure. Charlie Hunnam is my super dump for this. Oh! He's terrible in this. Oh! I think he he is doing nothing that a cardboard Charlie Hunnam cutout from Party City couldn't do. In this oh movie. my gosh. Why are you coming in with all this heat? I what? Think, I, I think he's absolutely terrible in this. And yes, here's the thing. Yes, yes. Here's the thing. I can what see. In the best I way. Can, I can see the John Wick, the, the Keanu style career, right? But I'm not going to love Keanu in, in Dracula, right? When Keanu's doing the stuff <laughs> oh, that's, that's not wrong this. for him. No, this is perfect for Charlie Hunnam. When Keanu's doing, trying to do things that Keanu can't do, I don't love it. Oh, no. I think Charlie needs <laughs> to go more punch boy. I don't think Charlie can convincingly p- portray somebody whose brother died and he's sad about it. I think he's, oh, this is what he does. I was in his mind when he died. I felt his fear, his pain, all of it. And it's not, it's nothing to me. I just don't think he is, his, his punching, his screaming, and his being lovable is great. But I think this script asks a little more of him than that. And I don't, I don't think he rises to the occasion. And honestly, I don't know that he's surrounded by very great performances that can inspire him to do better. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think Idris Elba is great, but he never shares scenes with our doctors 
uh, Charlie Day and what's his name from Game of Thrones. He never shares scenes with Ron Perlman. And I think those four characters are our strongest acted characters. <sighs> I know, I, can see what you're I know. Saying. There are times when I, I when some one of us drops something so spicy that the others are like, I'm not going to touch that. Well, That's awful. somebody, I feel like this role, the Charlie Hunnam role was meant to not be, because I think well acted is tough for what you've described for me, because I think all they're acting, all they're asking those guys to do is go to 11. Yeah, you are going you. to be a caricature yeah. of the bumbling scientist relationship against each other. Right. But Hunnam's not supposed to, I don't even think this role, whoever you put here, I don't know. It's tough. Who who do you I, did you have someone else in mind? Does that kind of naturally happen for you if, if you I if don't you I don't not yeah. for this time, not for 2012 when this was, 2013, whenever this came out. Uh and I haven't seen Sons of Anarchy. And so I'm not entering this with an excess of Charlie Hunnam goodwill. This was the first thing I, I haven't saw seen him Sons, in. Of, Sons of Anarchy. Yet. This is the first thing I saw him in and ever since the first time I saw this movie, that's been my my main problem with it is like Man, he is a popsicle stick in this. You know what I would have appreciated, though? Uh, I think we could have j- made him uh, either an immigrant or just British. Like, I think yeah. I, I think I, I might have appreciated more of him just having his natural accent. Maybe that was um, it. Maybe he was focusing so hard on— I'm trying so hard to—I'm learning not to just be a fixer in some of my relationships, <laughs> that I just have to let you feel what you feel. So I'm going to stop trying to fix it now for you. But I'm, I'm ready to talk now. I've been stewing— yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tell me tell me why I shouldn't be allowed to super dump that. I think Ooh. this is Yeah. That's what I said I was going to do. Don't put words in my mouth. I think this is the most at odds our super pump and super dump have ever been because they're literally the same thing. Everything he's doing <laughs> is perfect for this movie. This movie does not ask for stellar performances. In fact, they would only get in the way of everything else. Idris is the pinnacle of what happens in this movie, and he needs to be. I need Raleigh to be a blank canvas upon which I may paint my masterpiece if I'm Diego Del Gorbo. And that is what Charlie Hunnam has brought to the table. He is everything Pacific Rim needed in a lead because he is just there. He gets inside the Jaeger. He pilots the Jaeger. I believed him, by the way, when he was sad about his brother. I think he did a pretty good job. Not Oscar-worthy, but he did fine. Um, I like to watch him fight. I like to watch him waddle when he walks. I just am so deeply personally offended by everything that you've said. I just disagree. I just think if we'd had to, like, we can have that stoic emotion. Let's, let's talk about Rambo. Let's talk about First Blood. We've got that stoic, emotionless, muscle boy, punch boy. But then Sly demonstrates actual real range when he falls apart at the Oof. end. Yeah, that is that is a different level. Sure, sure. Yeah. I just don't think Pacific Rim is asking for that or needs that. What do you, So do you think it's genuinely just asking for, just be there and kind of just read your lines? I don't I think, think that's, that's what, what he's doing. But I feel like that's what he's giving. That's what I'm getting from that's, him. That's fair, but I'm saying do you no, have I don't special, think that's what Do you have Jax Teller glasses for? on when you're watching his performance, though? Probably a little. I don't know how you can't if you've already seen somebody do something. I think but, that's probably where we're, where we're falling in different directions then. But, but what I'm saying is you're asking me if I think he's 
was asked to underdeliver. I'm saying I don't even think he's underdelivering. I think he is delivering exactly what's expected. Gotcha. Yeah. I will say something that this this these feelings reminded me of is I I felt a similar way about Paul Walker in the Fast franchise. Mm. Yeah. Um, that that feels not exactly the same, but I do understand of uh, how much it can affect you if you feel like someone has fallen flat. Um, if it just kind of feels like a let's get on to the to the side piece, let's get on to the other variables. Yeah. So I, I can was see how inf- infinitely more entertained and captivated by Charlie Day with the highest sure. voice of all time. Let's talk about our about other Kaiju. Charlie. Yeah. 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 Our two I, Charlies never meet. Um, they do in the elevator briefly. Oh yeah, I guess so. Uh Charlie Day has Newton never Geisler. been bad. <laughs> I love Charlie Day and everything. Yeah, I do too. He's so good, man. His energy, he's so manic. He's very good at being manic. And um, when he comes back and he's like, guess who's back, Hannibal? Like his whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and when he's, when he's down in that bunker with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they want the little guy. <laughs> I just think he is always fantastic. And so anytime we get to, I, I I love It's Always Sunny. And so when he's not playing Charlie from It's Always Sunny and is instead playing a different character, it's a real treat for me to see But is it be. really a different, I mean, it's- Oh, it's a very different character. <laughs> but it's still incredibly Charlie Day is what I'm saying. Yes, certainly. Like it's still just exactly, you know what I mean? He's not coloring outside yeah. of the lines with this. And I, yeah, I, no, I think it's, it's fine. He's, you know, it's he's TJ Miller in that way. Yeah, it's yeah. Bushimi, it's TJ yeah. Miller, it's Seth Rogen. It's these guys that you're casting them on purpose. Because you want their exact style of it. It's Keanu, honestly. Yeah. You cast Keanu because you want Keanu. Right, right. Yeah. That's a good That's a good tie-in. Uh, I love Gottlieb more. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? I yeah, I like him a lot. Burn, Burn Gorman's Gottlieb is just a cartoon. Is an oh, absolute cartoon. And I am in love with that. that character is so ridiculous. Yes. yes. The our chalkboard that is two <laughs> stories tall. Like I the set pieces are amazing. So fun. The set pieces, like there's little things about this movie. Every now and then I'm like, you know, if I ever get in like an auction mindset, I wonder if this is my price range. I bet I could pull off getting just a little bit of something if it's out there from the set of Pacific, Pacific Rim. And how fun would that be? But there's moments too. There's one moment that felt like we were basically walking into Pan's Labyrinth. And it's when uh, we have Stacker going to go see Raleigh at this job that he's been at building Mm -hmm. this wall. And Raleigh is just sitting on this whatever cylindrical, broken down, ruinous looking thing. It's just so very clearly a set piece. Like it's so very clearly a prop, but on purpose. I don't even know how to describe that vibe. It's like it's not meant to really look super realistic. Like it feels like I walked, like this is somewhere, uh, you know, halfway through Wicked or something. Like I'm watching <laughs> right. a stage play. The and I'm like, oh, that's so good. Of this movie feels like I am at the most expensive laser tag arena I've ever been inside. Yeah, very yeah. much. In the best possible way, including all the spray painted aliens on the walls that glow is, in black light. Is whimsical the right word? Whimsical feels Almost. like a weird word for this, but it's no, very it like it, like very fantasy feels like feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very, I would say it's, if, it's very Del Gorbo. De, very um, Del Gorbo. If you're listening to our podcast and you don't yet think that you should watch this movie, obviously, hopefully, you're picking up on you should watch this Definitely. movie. I have a big reason why you should watch this movie because we're almost halfway through 
a movie that has awesome fight scenes. Haven't talked about a single one yet. Yeah, we're waiting. And that's on also that. a testament to this world. It says so much about the fight when you have a good idea of the arena. Yes. Uh, and and my God, it is it is through and through sets us up for some, yeah. some really, really good yep. <laughs> Completely. Uh, altercation. There, I, I want to hit, because I do want to spend a lot of our back half talking about those things, there's a couple things I want to hit very quickly. Um, one is Mako, who is our witch from uh, 37 Ronin. Yep. Yeah. 47 um, Ronin. 47 Ronin. Yeah, who cares? Um, that, that's 10 well, Ronin, bro. Yeah, that's 10, 10 more Ronin. Ronin. Care. That that's can true. turn the tide. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the battle's different. Um, I think she does fine. I think she does a really good job. Um, I, she, I think she's there doing exactly what she's asked to do and doesn't get in the way of anybody, and that's great. Um, more than that, though, canceling the apocalypse is one of the best yeah. speeches ever. Yeah. Standing on the ruins of a of a Jaeger hand. Yeah. Yes. It Come is on. so cheesy. Yeah. It is like unbelievably campy. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we're I'm glad we're back to that moment, Jordan, because what I said when he walked out after having seen Hobbs and Shaw, I was like, I'm black Superman. Like, yep. I, 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 like that's what it that looks like almost like the same thing he wore. It really does. <laughs> that's a good point. And I was like, boy, do they have the best man for the job. This guy's gonna <laughs> Dude, do it. He is his suit and that speech are so good. I love his story of uh, he was the other one that piloted alone. Him and Rob yeah. are the only two that have ever piloted alone. It almost yeah. killed them both. And now he's suffering the consequences of the nuclear energy from the other. Like, it's so weird. And those don't those didn't have to be egregious consequences. Like we can yeah. tell something's wrong if someone's nose keeps bleeding, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, usually not it's great. like there's there's such a little amount of time. I think sometimes movies that try and be in this realm that fall flat for me uh, spend way too much time on the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't need flashbacks or or like him shaking in bed or him anything like. Just give me a nosebleed onto the shoe. It keeps it. happening. And he's moving. like, well, crap. Keep moving. Yep. I got nothing to live for. Let's go. Like, we don't need anything else. It's we don't so need anything efficient. Else. Like, the way that yeah. we, like, even the That's flashback, the flashback of him uh, rescuing like, Mako. Yeah, young Idris Elba. Like, it's everything is just so efficient. Yeah. And this movie moves fast, too. I had forgotten that. I, it's been a while since I saw this movie. It's like two, a little over two hours, and it is constantly ticking. A I mean, it's good clockwork. It, it is so quick. fast. Um, also, that clock is so funny, the way that, that they oh chose gosh. to, like, CGI that clock. Ugh. The other clock that's funny is ours, because it is time to go uh, to Shout Announcements. Welcome to Shout Announcements. Yeah. Was that Charlie Hunnam? That was really… It didn't feel like Charlie Hunnam. I wanted it to feel like Charlie I haven't tried it for real, and so when it, it was, came out… It was honestly Vin doing Charlie Hunnam. Oh, yeah. It's a Vin impression. It, no, it kind of reminded me of someone you interview during a truth commercial. <laughs> it ruined my life. <laughs> Look, we've got some cool stuff going on in Patreon. For once. Once. <laughs> uh, over on Patreon, we do have two tiers. Let me tell you about them really quick because they're very, very important. The first tier… For $3 a month, you get access to, look, it's a bonus episode. Every single series we do. This time, it's going to be Godzilla 98. Wow. As in Matthew Broderick. As yeah. in, yep. as in 
a big old T-Rex. So make Hank sure- Azaria. Hank Azaria. <laughs> I love that Hank Azaria is the second biggest name in this. <laughs> hey, I love Hank Azaria. In I do too. Stuff. He's great. So uh, look, you want to hear us talk about this because I want to hear us talk about this. So I know you do. $3 a month. That's all it is. And look, you also get a couple extra things. One of which is- voting twice in any poll we do. So you get a little extra say in what goes on around camp. But here is the other thing. For an additional $2 a month, that's five total. You get access to our patron-only Discord server where we discuss Falcon and the Winter Soldier the day the episode comes out. We discuss movies that we're reviewing, movies we aren't reviewing, general random things that people want to talk about. Basically, you have a direct line to us and other hardcore chunkies at any given time. It's been a blast. It's still growing. It's just getting better with every beautiful person that jumps on board. Check it out. Yeah, almost uh, almost even better than just having that direct line to us. I think just the direct line to this community. Yep. Uh, I think this is just a fun place to be, especially with uh, not even like-minded. I mean, there's there's differing opinions in there, but it's a bunch of people that uh, have a lot of fun with their their movie and TV watching content and yeah. have a lot to talk about. And it's it really has been a really fun thing to keep up with. So I I, I second that emotion. It's a great time. Uh, but you may be one of our dear listeners who's on that that Johnson and Johnson grind, and I don't mean the COVID vaccine. I do mean the tear free. Tear-free mm-hmm. shampoo. Jordan's just done a great job outlining our two tiers, but you say, no tears for me. I can't afford to do any tears for this podcast. And that's fine. You can still help out. You can still be a part of our community. You can rate and review us. On the iTunes store is awesome. Wherever you get your podcasts, if it's not the iTunes store, is second best, but still pretty good. Uh, those positive ratings and those written reviews really help our show reach new ears. Uh, and they will help us be able to adopt some new brothers and sisters for all you folks out there and continue mm-hmm. to grow our family. Speaking of brothers and sisters, I'm sure there's going to be a strange connection that we find out in our next movie because I do think that they're brother and sister. Here's a, it's oh, a hot take. Oh, wow. I know, I know, oh, wow. I know. It's going to be our penultimate episode for the series. <laughs> You're doing that to hurt me. Uh, uh, ultimate. I've actually had people comment on my Instagram about things just to slide in a penultimate moment. <laughs> I think I think when I fall flat, it is the vultures. These people come in. Mm. I remember from Planet Earth yeah. when it shows all the Komodo dragons uh, basically going to go kill a dying wildebeest. It's like if people see me like Phantom Menace a lot, I'll never not live oh, no. that down. Yeah. yeah. Or say the word penultimate. All that to say, uh, Godzilla versus Kong is going to be our review next week. I have never been more sad that there is even remnants of COVID that still exist, or that there is a uh, <laughs> a, uh, a sniff, a scent of the world that uh, the theater has become right now. Because yeah. I don't want. There's nothing I would have wanted more. I guarantee you, it would have happened if we could all go to a theater together. We would be watching this movie together. And we yeah, won't. On a big, um, loud TV. On a big, loud TV. But fortunately, we do get to experience this movie together. Uh, and we would love to experience that with you as well. So if you haven't already, I think it's actually worth uh, getting, quote-unquote, caught up. Uh, go watch 
uh, Godzilla. Go watch King Kong, uh, Skull Island. Go watch Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Please watch Godzilla. Please King watch of the King of the Monsters. Yeah, uh, and, and get ready for just the 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 battle of our lifetime. <laughs> for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Gypsy Danger is the second best name in this movie. Gypsy Danger is very good. By the way, it, not, not a racial slur. I checked. It is spelled differently, and it is in reference to a type of, I believe, airplane. Okay. It's in reference to a type of engine. It is spelled differently, and it is not a reference to the people group that prefer to go to be known as Roma. Yeah. It is, in fact, a reference to a type of plane engine from World War II. And I would say the care taken with that name is a direct result of our writer, obviously, and our director. I, I do think that Guillermo is very aware of that. Say that for me one more time. Uh, the name? Guillermo. Yep. Guillermo. 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 Guillermo's like, oh, let's make a... No, that's yeah, Mickey Mouse. That's Mickey I'm Mouse. so screwed up. Um, but I, I think especially <laughs> Elmo to, loves big yeah. robots. Elmo, for he, me, sounded a little possessed. I didn't like that. Yeah. I, I have never caught any whiff that he is not about inclusivity and is about, like stereotyping or being offensive. And who's to say that stuff can't still come up, right? There, there are yeah. people that have… I would say if you got to Google the name of something to see if it's spelled differently than the racial, racial slur. Not the Rachel slur. All you Rachels out there, this is horribly offensive to you. It's your the haircut. racial slur. Uh, if you got to Google something and say it's spelled differently than the racial slur that sounds exactly like this, you probably, probably wouldn't hurt to think of a different name. Yeah, it's close. It's close for sure. I just wanted to be clear that it is not the same thing. Yes. Yeah. But then what what was the airplane? Where'd they get that name? Well, it was it was not named after a plane. It's a type of engine, as far as I understand. I don't really yeah. know, man. It's spelled different. It's not the same. But that's the thing. Like if it's like if it's if it looks like a duck and walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, for all intents and purposes, somebody's gonna think it's a duck. So maybe let's go a different route. Yeah, it's a good point. I don't know. Actually I didn't love that. It's a good point. But Gypsy Danger the Jaeger, the actual bot herself. Coolest movie robot. Yes. I'll die on that hill. I will die on that hill. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. In all movies, I don't know that I'm prepared to go that far, but it's pretty It's pretty cool. Name a cooler one. Name a cooler one. Well, I wasn't prepared for this particular topic of conversation, but… If you can't think of one off the top of your head… I do love the Iron Giant. Gypsy Danger is the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant. <laughs> Gypsy Danger is the Iron Giant that punches. Look… I love the design of all of these Jaegers. I love the design of all of the kaiju. I think that it's not a crazy statement to say that these things are what make this movie. Oh, absolutely. Nobody watches this for the people. Right. It's all for the robots and the kaiju. Correct. And I think they do, even here, like world building, my su I'm, I'm just going to take credit for everything that's good about mm -hmm. this because of my super pump. <laughs> yeah, I have made sure it's the most saturated super pump yeah, ever. Yeah, my super pump is specific rim. Let me tell you why it's all good. And I'm, um, right. I'm going to need that super I pump think to our, get a little more specific uh, rim. <laughs> <laughs> continuity of scale of these things 
Uh, I think the pace at to which they move makes sense to me. Um, it never feel there are still parts of it that feel slow motion to us because they're massive, right? You know, they're not running around, uh, and and it stands out more to you when you watch. Uh, a giant lizard in Manhattan with Matthew Broderick, which we'll talk about that if you have Patreon. <laughs> but that one, that one chooses to be slow-mo sometimes, but then is as fast as a gazelle. So right, it's right. it's really interesting. But I think, so there was a big storm that came through Dallas uh, this last week. And that's funny that that's not the first time we've said that on this podcast. It just happens. <laughs> that, that's Dallas, baby. That, this is when we had our little pea-sized hail. I know we did, at least down here uh, in Oak Cliff. Yeah, yeah. But- the exact time that they dropped uh, a Jaeger into the ocean to fight our our uh, scale four. Yeah. What were they calling these? Um, category four. Category four, two, these two kaiju that come out. And all the rain was happening. And it just felt like one of those uh, shots AMC took at like an immersive experience. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Like your chair moves and stuff. And I was I was on the edge of my seat. I, I felt so… Uh, nervous during that time when I had seen the movie before. <laughs> that was but, Leatherback and Otachi, by the way, those two uh, kaiju. Yes, Otachi and Leatherback. Leatherback, who showed up in uh, our Spring Delirium. Yeah. yeah. Leatherback is the one that, I guess… Uh, Godzilla beat Leatherback. Had, had wings. I still stand by that. No, no, no. no Leatherback no, no. is the Leatherback big one. is the one with the EMP on his back. Are you sure? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Otachi's the one with wings. Okay. Leatherback. I thought Otachi was more of a threat than Leatherback. I should have had Otachi. Yeah, Spring I did too. Delirium. Leatherback. Otachi, Otachi might be my favorite kaiju in the movie. Otachi's pretty sweet. Otachi's, Otachi's very super cool. sweet. Uh, and um, Otachi how do you gets feel that moment where uh, the the Jaeger uses a an oil tanker as a sword? Yeah, which was pretty like fantastic. That. And dragging it, just dragging it down the street. Yeah. I love, I love when Otachi spits like the venom stuff, and the uh, the Jaeger's like, hmm. I don't think Otachi needs this tongue anymore. Yeah. He just pulls its tongue off. Yeah, dude. And then use, uses the coolant to shatter. I don't know. I'm I'm getting really close to that Chris Farley, like, you remember UC Die Hard? <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. I feel that way about this Otachi fight. I think it's the best kaiju fight I've ever seen. Anytime a movie is this cool, we tiptoe right up to the, like, spending 20 minutes going, that part um, was super cool. Yes, and that yeah. part was super cool. It's just the the choreography of these kaiju and Jaeger fights is unbelievably cool. The synchronized yeah, I, I, fighting of the two drivers of the two pilots, yeah, yeah, is so cool. dope. And we do spend a good amount of time. I, I think Doge, you might have brought up the word efficient about the way this movie is made. Yeah, uh, our cuts between being in the pilot seat and being actually in the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought was done really well. Uh, I do want to take a quick aside and talk to our creature expert. I always, I'm interested ever since the days of, I think the first time we talked about something like this was Return of the King, the Oliphants. Yeah. Of like yep. uh, you saying they would just fry up because their hearts couldn't handle that. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you feel about our creatures, our organic creatures in this movie? How do we feel about the kaiju? These creatures are designed by an alien race as biological weapons. Therefore, all bets are off. I don't care what they look like, how many eyes, arms, legs, mouths, tongues they have. They can look like and be anything. If we're to say that these are a product of genetic engineering, I don't care what they look like. If we're to say something is a product of billions of years of evolution, well, that follows a very predictable pattern. And you don't have extra things like two tongues or a tail with a hand on it. 
But if you're just designing these things, like, because the, the aliens are making these the same way I would make them. Like, what if there was a dragon that had a hand on his tail and could spit acid? Wouldn't Let's that be make that. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I guess you could say they probably don't overheat since they live in water most of the time. I don't <laughs> care. Who knows? They might be cold-blooded. It doesn't matter at all to me. <laughs> yeah. Valid point. Yeah. That fight, that this whole fight with our uh, kaiju uh, kind of, they, they get to flex because I, I wish I had seen more of our other Jaegers, Dude, but we I feel don't. the same way, man. The China, they get destroyed. The Chinese Jaeger is so cool. Uh, Crimson Typhoon. Yes. With three arms. Yes. Very cool. It's so dope. And it's dead so fast. Yeah, dead so fast. But I think just the choreography of that entire uh, fight scene is there. There was reveal after reveal after reveal, right? So yep. our kaiju have multiple variables of reveal. Uh, I'm gonna just shut everything down. Uh, Leatherback's like, no, 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 no lights. This ain't gonna work. You're just gonna stand here now. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the terrifying. many reveals. The many reveals of Otachi, including the wings. Yeah. Yes. That just come out of nowhere, which, by the way, I think this movie happens. Oh, I know for sure it happens before Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah. When we have Ghidorah pick up Godzilla. I think this movie does that better. Oh, uh, yeah. The uh, foe picking you up to drop you. Yeah. Um, for sure. But my super dump Ooh. is in this fight. Ooh. And it's picky because… Oh. Uh, it's 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 a uh, You better watch what you say cuz this fight was my favorite moment of my entire week. <laughs> I know, dude. So, when we have our moment where Otachi has has taken up uh Gypsy Danger up into the sky. Uh and they're like, "No, we do have another weapon." Yeah. We have the sword. Here's the thing. Uh there are equal parts of me that say I didn't want that to be revealed until now because of how awesome it is that it's revealed now. But then there's an immediate part of me that says if this cuts this kaiju in half, <laughs> like, exactly. Why aren't we always using the sword? Hey Carter, I was just like, hey Carter, <laughs> what? This is my exact super dump. Oh, for yes. this exact reason. <laughs> uh, I literally yeah, said to Callie, it, they could have cut him a minute ago and not been taken up into the sky in the first place. So many people died because <laughs> you just wanted to reveal that sword in space. <laughs> Which, hey, that's fine. hearing it come out of my mouth, yeah. I agree. It's awesome. That's a sacrifice <laughs> I'm willing to make. It is awesome. It needs to be in space. But yeah, it's a chain sword, which this is also designed so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, but why aren't we just running into battle with this battle? I agree completely. Why don't all the Jaegers have this? <laughs> why don't all the Jaegers have this? Yeah. <sighs> so do you feel the same way about Godzilla's blue laser puke? in 2014 Godzilla that he doesn't use until the very end of his fight with the Mutos? I feel like there was something about, here, here's the excuse I made for myself, okay? Can't be proven. That he was just so dormant for so long, homeboy had to be, it's, it's almost like when you're cranking that old uh, uh, lawnmower. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's here. It's here. It can't really do much. The blades are there. I got to warm this thing up. Sure. So that's how I always okay. felt with yeah, it. Yeah, it feels like an organic uh, weapon and something you can just press a button and have a sword or two different things to me. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of organic, it does feel like Godzilla is one of the creatures that has the most empathy, it feels like, for as as like a protector of the earth. Mm-hmm. Part of me was like, he didn't just come in throat blazing. Yeah. 
for the sake of of the KOs. He probably was like, you know what? I can't fully control this. That's fair. Uh, turns out I need this now. There's two of them. I don't know. So how I, do we how do we save the sword reveal? Because I love the sword reveal. Is there a way to save this? Do it on it the ground. I think it's the only thing. But I think cutting the kaiju like out of the sky is awesome. Oh yeah, it's super awesome. I'm, I'm so just, how do we save that? Is there a way to save that moment? Reveal the sword still, on the ground. Uh, still cut him in the sky. Like let him get picked up from okay. the back. Turn around. I yeah. know how to save the moment and we do it a little bit in the preamble uh, of this fight is we we know for sure that Gypsy Danger uh, has been resurrected to an extent, mm. okay? So maybe one of our added features that Raleigh is not familiar with is one that Miko, who's a first-time pilot in one of these things, is like, oh, shoot. I forgot we added this. Like, like just, just yeah. give me a moment like that. And I think she is the one that said that's not our only weapon. So there could have even been a little bit of like trying to be intuitive that maybe she she knew about it and he didn't know right. about it so well. Right. But yeah, I think uh, I would have loved even a line after of him being like, have we had that the whole time? Hilarious. Yeah. That totally fits the vibe of the yeah. show. Um, but yeah, just having it and then not addressing it and then not always having it out after that was silly to me. <laughs> Speaking of Godzilla, something that I love about um, Godzilla traditionally is the like intelligence that Godzilla is capable of showing. Yeah. Yeah. I love the kaiju's intelligence here. The way that they fight is is something more than animal. Yeah. Terrifying. Like yeah. when yeah. Leatherback's just circling the down Jaeger. Yep. Like they yeah. it's tactics. Like they are doing things on purpose. And I think that yep. is so cool. Um I also love the plot line of uh Charlie Day doing the neural bridge, uh, what's it called? Um Drift. Drifting with the brain of a kaiju. Yeah, that's Now really allowing cool. them, because they have a hive mind, to know what the plans of the humans are. Yeah. So good. Very cool. Very, very good. And that that's so much more than I think this movie has to be. Yeah, I agree. That's an area I think where it over delivers. Because all we're promised is robots punching big animals. But it really over delivers in terms of the hive mind stuff and like the mm -hmm. actual, these are created Beings by, these, by like, aliens, architects. yeah, yeah, interdimensional, is, is, yeah. Is there a better uh, creature creator than the than Guillermo del Toro? No, in, no. in the movie business, absolutely right now. not. Absolutely not. Almost everything, every movie he has has some kind of iconic look. Yeah, mm -hmm. our, our Hellboy, uh, our version of Ron Perlman's Hellboy, like that gets uh, resurrected all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, any one of the characters from Pan's Labyrinth, yeah. especially the one that's getting that's coming up in Mitch McConnell memes right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, he is just so, he is such a nerd. Yeah, and it is. Phenomenal. I love him. I love him. Yeah, yeah. He he and and to top it off, and I love when this happens. I think he's just a good dude too. Like, yeah, he too. seems like a great guy. But I, I don't know why sometimes that matters so much to me. But it's just, I, I love when somebody's good at something and also it's like I would kill to just sit down and hang. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. The trench run at the end of this. Yeah. I think is very cool. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> love that very much. It's the end of the I'm, Avengers, but underwater this time instead of in space. Yeah. <laughs> that long slice just up oh, yeah. the oh. middle of that kaiju 
Yeah. Woof, you could baby. feel the resistance of like how much you like had to be strong uh-huh. and hold that arm up. Very I cool. almost there's so many things I almost super pumped in this movie. But the the underwater nuclear explosion that blows yeah. all the water away. That blows all the water the away. Entire ocean. <laughs> yeah. He's standing there on land for a while. <laughs> and then we see the wall behind him come back. Get out. It's dude. so Get awesome. Out. That was it's amazing. so dumb. It's so dumb. Dude, Callie cried. When uh, the Australian dad said goodbye to his son, when he was yeah. like, "That's my uh, son," yeah, you know that yeah. whole thing in the hallway. She like, she I I heard, and I looked at she was like, "It got me okay." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's another Amazing. performance that I think over delivered. That I think was actually yeah. really great. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, this this final run into the other dimension to get through the breach. Um, it's just so awesome. The design of the Charlie Hunnam should have died. Do what? Charlie Hunnam should have died. There we go. That I agree with. Absolutely should have died. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I yep. think I think this movie is better if he sacrifices himself. Actually, what I thought was going to happen originally, and this is maybe my only um, story complaint, and it's not even enough to be my super dump. I felt like. Mako should have, he should have ejected her against her will before he went yeah. into the breach and solo piloted on like a suicide mission down into the breach. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Completely. That and feels like, like the you, end, right? Aren't you afraid of death? And he's like, nah, I've died before. In his brother's mind. Right, yeah. Feels Easy. Like, feels like that's Diego, do we have to do everything for you? <laughs> Don't talk to Del Gorbo that way. I'm sick of the disrespect. I'm sick of the Diego disrespect. <laughs> uh, it is unfortunately time to stop talking about how dope this movie is and Aww. time to rate it using science. To officially quantify how dope this movie <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> uh, we're going to use the scientific cinema scale this time. Let's try something new. Uh, it is perfect and it is as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it. Don't lend it. Buy, buy that, that poster. poster. Next best thing, that's buy it. Followed by rent after that is stream it. And uh, the one after that is forget it. Can you tell I lost momentum in the middle of this scientific You did forget film? it. I, <laughs> I stumbled. Uh, but the worst thing that we could ever say about a movie, of course, is Godzilla, Godzilla hath forsaken us. This movie uh, has a special place for me. Uh, and I think it can be described as from the moment I watched this, I would not have been surprised uh, even in theaters, to see in the lower right-hand corner of my screen the TNT watermark. <laughs> this this movie was made to just keep showing up every weekend yeah. on cable television. It is, it is, but here's the thing. It is a masterclass in that movie, in that kind of movie. It is so much better than that kind of movie. Um, yeah, I, I buy the poster for this movie because it is... Um, completely full of flaws, but flaws that announced that they were on the <laughs> right. Like yeah. it, it, it was yeah. like it. It is so so freaking fun. Uh, and I buy the poster for Pacific Rim. I am also going to buy the poster for Pacific Rim. This is one of one of those movies for me that the second I saw it, I became obsessed with showing people this movie. <laughs> If there's somebody that I know that hasn't seen this movie, I usually will find a way to get that information from them and then make them watch this movie. And listen, <laughs> it's not a great movie. 
Like it is no. what it is. I it knows exactly what it is. It's the movie equivalent of a gourmet chicken nugget. Like it's <laughs> it's the nasty bits all shredded up and mashed together into a circle, but it knows exactly how to do that in a way that's unbelievable and so much better than every other chicken nugget. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's very good. That's very good. I still feel like maybe you're stepping on my toes with the food analogies, but you know, that's Listen. Listen, you keep I'm saying all, I'm stepping I'm on this you war. keep saying I'm stepping on your toes. You got to dip your toes in the food analogy. Somebody's got to do it. I've been doing them lately. See, toes, you got to be responsible for you to talk about nuggets and then say the word dip and then say toes. That's unhygienic. It's disgusting. <laughs> no, I'm buying the poster for this movie. This movie uh owns this movie uh is amazing. It's so fun. I feel like this could be the kind of movie where I wake up um like sick, I'm taking a sick day from work and I just want to lay on the couch and watch stuff happen. Perfect for But it that could vibe. also be the kind of movie that I invite friends over, turn off all the lights, make a bunch of snacks and I'm like, let's watch a good movie as well. Because it's, like you said, it's not a yeah. good movie, but it's a good movie. Like, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. Plus, on top of all of that, the poster's dope and I do actually want it. So It's very cool. I really want to watch the sequel. I've not seen the sequel. I have heard if you like the original to stay as far away as possible from the Really? Yeah. That's a bummer. It's John Boyega, who I, I love and who got done dirty by Star Wars. I know. Everything yeah, I know. I've read about I, the sequel says that it is like somebody didn't realize what made the first one good. Oh, man. I tried it. I actually tried to watch the sequel and I didn't, I didn't finish that movie because I was offended. Oh, no. Boyega is also here's a spoiler. Boyega is also like randomly uh, uh, Idris Elba's son. Okay, in that movie, which is meaning like I was fine not ever knowing if he was in a relationship. So now we have like, why are you adding more facets to that character's yeah, I'm good. development? I'm good. So yeah. I was like, why did we do? I'm this? good. Maybe the anime is good. Maybe I'll watch the anime. Yeah. Hey, don't don't touch that dial between now and next week because we are finally coming <laughs> Actually, at you. Actually, please do. It will be a long time no, just, just listening to nothing. Uh, we're going to do uh, Godzilla versus Kong. It's going to be great. Big boys punching. Uh, we know Kong has an axe for some reason. Carter, yes? Yeah, yeah. Big, big reason. Here's, here's the difference, okay? Two generations of Pentecosts, I just said. Idris Silva, whose name is Stacker. Yeah. You're trying to tell me that Stacker named his son Jake? Yeah, that's yeah, rough. That that's one's not rough. It. Jake Pentecost? They just didn't it. get it. They just didn't get it. Get out. Um, but 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 stay tuned in is what I'm saying. You know, there's more. Uh to end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and what the name of our Jaeger would be. Mm. For two chunks and a hunk, my name is Jordan Wonders, and my Jaeger would be Nova Stargaze. <laughs> powerful. Ooh. I felt good about it. That's powerful. Sky is the blue. Top of the, Amazing. Is the top of the hat, the top of the helmet clear so you could see the sky? Uh, I love that more. Oh. Yeah. So it's a clear top. Actually, it's just the visor starts and then goes all the way to like the back, like the crown of the head. Yeah, that's cool. It's got a sunroof. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a sunroof. <laughs> it's it's sky blue um, cool. with, with black stars all over it. Amazing. Nice. Amazing. My name is Doge. And listen, now that the kaiju are done, we got to do something about climate change. It takes a lot of diesel engines to run these guys. And if there's one thing I know is that that sucks for the air. So your Jaeger is Greta Funberg with an F. <laughs> we need a green Jaeger for a green future. Mm. And I'm excited to introduce to you Solarium Flare. Ooh, nice. A new generation of Jaeger for a new generation of eco-conscious kaiju warriors. <laughs> Solarium Flare is entirely powered by 
an array of 90 solar panels on its back and then one wind turbine on top of its helmet like the propeller on top of a beanie. To cool the earth off. Exactly. That's amazing. Uh, on a completely different note, uh, I'm Carter, and we're going to have a, an, a matte black finish. Mm. Mm. Um, nothing super flashy. This is uh, Hammer Stout is what I'll be piloting yes. here. And Hammer Stout, I, I, inspired by final moves from this movie, uh, or big moves, Hammer Stout is simply uh, both of our drivers taking their hands and connecting them together to make a giant sledgehammer. Mm. <laughs> Perfect. Um, that can just, uh, it's, it's a rotating waist too. So his hands spin. never separate. Yeah. The Jaeger's hands never separate. They they can separate. But why would I'm they? saying like for that move, you would, yeah. you would, yeah. And you're just going through like a mosh pit basically. That's incredible. And just, yeah, hammer stuff. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen. On sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.